1: And today we are dishing about our 2019 goals uh, or New Year's resolutions, if that's your thing. Uh, but first, we're gonna catch up a little bit because I have not talked to you. So, what is new and exciting, Gina? So many things. It's 90 degrees here. What about you guys?
0: Hot. Yeah, and humid. I assume. Oh yeah. 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 It's been. It's been. I mean, so hot. I come home from. You know, all I want to do is play with my kids when I get home, obviously. And well, most of the time, I get home, and all I want to do is bring them inside and put the TV on. i I feel terrible saying that. But I mean, I cannot even stand being outside. It is so hot. And, you know, they want to jump on the sprinkler or get in the pool or whatever. And I just I just don't. I don't want to do it. So it is really, really hot. But, you know, I'm not going to complain because I would much rather have this than super, super cold, yeah, so but I we just complain. like
1: didn't ease into it at all. It was just like, fall fall right. fall fall hot as hail and yeah I, I don't know like
0: that's how it always is yeah I know it's totally. so true There's so much for I mean we, we did have a decent spring I thought I, mean, I thought this year was a decent spring didn't you I felt like it was okay I mean we had some nice 70 degree weather and lots of sun i mean, sure it rained a lot but I thought overall it was a pretty decent spring could have been worse yeah, it definitely could have been worse. So, okay. So when we got back from Michigan and our trip to North Carolina, about a week, no, like three days later, I was rubbing Paige's hair because sometimes I just like like to rub her scalp. Like not when I'm giving her a bath, but I was just rubbing it. I think we were actually in the grocery store and all of a sudden I feel what it feels like a scab and I'm like, what is this? So I pull up her hair and I see a tick, which I have never seen a tick before you know, at least live and, you know, on a scalp. And I think she could kind of tell that I winced a little bit and that I was a little bit thrown back. And of course, right away, I called my mom who's a nurse and she's a school nurse. So she's dealt with this a lot. And she, you know, I I, t- I took her advice. She told me what to do, by the way, just get a, a, a pair of tweezers and grab it and pull it she said to pull it in the direction where it's latched, which honestly, I have no idea what that even means. But anyway, don't burn it. <laughs> so many people were like, did you burn it? Even even Nick was like, you're supposed to burn it with a match, right? I'm like, are you freaking serious? I'm going to put a match up to my childhood? Anyway, I'm glad I was here for that. <laughs> so that was a, a terrifying ordeal. Not for me, but for Paige, because I think I scared her when my reaction was... What it was. And and I'm not even sure how I reacted, but she noticed it because she notices every subtle, you know, movement and sound that I make. So I think she noticed that I was a little bit terrified. And so it turned into like a 10 minute battle of me having to pin her down and take a pair of tweezers and pull out this nasty tick. And then, for like two days, I was nervous that maybe she had Lyme disease, you know, how all those things go mm-hmm. through your head. So so anyway, I can check that off my parenting list for the for my life, hopefully. And do you think she got it in Michigan? Honestly, I don't know. It could Probably. Have like, she could have got it in in North Carolina for all I know. Um, I honestly don't feel I mean, I give i obviously I scrub her head when I give her a bath, but I don't necessarily. She's got a, th- a thick head of hair, and especially when there's suds in there, I don't know that I would necessarily have felt the tick. Mm-hmm. I just so happened to put my hand on like the base of her neck and just kind of start rubbing it. I don't know. I don't even know why. I just like to put my hands in her hair sometimes. And it was just a coincidence. So honestly, I have no idea how, how long it had been there. It could have been there for weeks. I don't think it was, but uh, I like to think that it was only there for a day or two. Uh, but I have no idea. Who knows where she got it? But I did tell the daycare and they, I guess they sprayed for ticks that next day and they cut some branches and they sent out an email. I was really pleased with the response that they had for, yeah. for that.
1: That's so. impressive.
0: So yeah, other than that, okay, a couple other things. So f- we'll talk about 4th of July plans in a second here. So I'm going to Denver next year for, or I'm sorry, next, not next year, next week for a work conference. And I'm really excited about that just for a break from work and, Honestly, I get to see some of my friends out there, and just to kind of get away for a little bit, will be nice. And it's and it's a good conference where there's going to be lots of great food and drinks, and it'll be it'll be a lot of fun. Okay, and then lastly, my potty training update. So one of Cameron, so Cameron's going to be two and a half in August. Okay, I I keep telling myself, and Nick and I keep talking about that we want to get him potty trained over the summer, since it's so easy to potty train over the summer. Not easy, but it's easier because he can just run around naked outside. So I keep—I kept kind of putting it off, but then I found out that the other little girl that he goes to daycare with is currently potty training. And so I thought to myself, well, they should potty train together because our babysitter, Jenny, it will be like killing two birds with one stone, basically, and they'll kind of play off of each other, you know? So I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to do it this weekend. So... Sunday, actually, Sunday morning, I decided I should have done it Saturday morning, but I wasn't thinking. I just decided I was going to let him be naked all day and uh, follow him with a little, you know, baby infant toilet. And so far, it has been actually not as bad as I thought. He's been doing pretty well. He had the whole day at Jenny's today where he, I pretty much told her not put a diaper on him. And she was like, wait, what? And I said, yeah, please don't put a diaper on him. Unless, you know, unless you really don't think he's ready. I didn't want to force her to have him in her house without a diaper, but she has a lot of um, hardwood floor, and she has a whole area where she basically keeps the kids, that's hardwood floor, and I knew that's where she was keeping Elizabeth, the other girl who was body training, Um, but Elizabeth, I think, was wearing diapers off and on, but I just, I don't, I go by the theory, and I think I told you this, that if you put diapers on them that they're just they're it's just not going to send the right message. Mm-hmm. So all day today he had no di- he had no diapers on, no not even any underwear and I think he had one little accident and then this morning he hasn't yet pooped in the in the toilet. So this morning he did he did poop in his underwear which was My fault and Nick's fault. I went downstairs for a second and I came upstairs and I was like, where's Cameron? And Nick said, he's in his room. I'm like, oh, gosh. Well, he always poops at this time every single morning. (laughs) Why didn't you follow him with the toilet? So so we'll see. That's more to come on that. But so far, knock on wood, so good. Go Cam. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I'm going to give it the rest of the week. And if, it, if it's not looking good, I mean, so far it's looking great, but who knows? I mean, right now, honestly, his mo- his 100% of his motivation is for M&Ms or Skittles. And, I mean, ev- he literally will sit on that potty in the grunt to try to get pee out just so I'll give him an <laughs> M&M or Skittle. I'm not even kidding. It is actually the cutest thing ever. But it's he's highly motivated by that. So we'll see what happens when those start to uh fade out so cute. but that won't be for a while I'm gonna I'm gonna do it for the rest of the week and see what happens so yeah so yeah
1: so what about you what's what's new uh yeah I mean I I guess a lot of just like summery kind of stuff, the the beach and the pool and just enjoying stuff. We went cherry picking this past weekend and man, were they good. Um Piper. Good. Oh my gosh. They just, they loved it. I mean, they were literally just like covered in cherry juice. I thought they'd be stained for ever and ever, but it actually went pretty well. <laughs> um well, so we, wasn't
0: wasn't Piper stained the next morning when we went strawberry picking? I'm pretty sure she was.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but I'm I i do not It just it's so fun to me to see them just fully embrace that. And when we were at the beach yesterday, I you probably saw on Instagram, but I put um a bowl of fruit like in our like cooler to go to the beach, and it was mm-hmm. the strawberries that I picked last week and the cherries that we had picked, and it was just this bowl of amazing fruit and they just plowed through all of it. Um, um yeah. <laughs> um so I'm working tomorrow is actually my birthday.
0: Oh yeah, that's right. Your birthday. I completely
1: forgot about that. Yeah. Happy early birthday. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, and so I was supposed to be off all day tomorrow and then the rest of the week, which would be amazing. And it still will be amazing, but I got a, i had a work call, get rescheduled from Friday to, um, she's like, "Ah, oh, how about 2 PM on Tuesday? I was like, could we not, but I'm going to do it. So, and then Shay also has her first dentist appointment, um, at Tomorrow afternoon, so she is oh, okay. So excited about that. So we'll do that.
0: So wait, okay. So my doctor and dentist always recommended H three. Do they? Is it different in Michigan? I mean, I know how sometimes states to states do actually suggest different things. So
1: yeah, we've so, been sending her since she was three. No, that's good. I okay. To- Absolutely. So I probably booked that appointment nine months ago. That's how long it took to just like get her on their schedules. I know it's crazy. It's crazy. And then I was like six months late from actually scheduling that because they wanted our dentist encouraged it's not a pediatric dentist, it's just like a family. Um, dentistry practice, but they always said like, bring her for the appointment before you mm. bring her for her own appointment, basically, just so she can sit on your lap and kind of watch that whole yes. thing. So when- anyway, I was not on it, whatever, a year and three months ago and forgot to bring her whatever. It didn't work. And so she went with me the last time. And then when I went to go schedule, they were like, how about July 2nd? And I was like, Ugh, really? July 2nd? <laughs> so <laughs> I won't complain. Um, you know me, I'm going to get up um, early because I can't not and I have mm-hmm. kids and um they'll go off to school and then I'm doing a live Peloton ride shocker um Ooh, with, with my favorite instructor at eight and so um you know it's like a big deal in the Peloton world if you get a shout out. So we'll see if I get a shout out from Allie and does it
0: say it's your birthday on there.
1: Yeah like she gets little the, the instructors get little teasers of like oh it's their thousandth ride and it's so and so's okay. birthday. So um yeah we'll see. But yeah I I don't really know no other plans really that's okay. that's it.
0: It's funny. I'm actually going to the dentist too tomorrow. I just remembered that. Eight o'clock. Ooh. Yuck. Yeah. Good times. Um, and you had on here, you got a new iPhone as well. Was that a was
1: that a birthday gift? Yeah. I mean, somewhat. My to battery yourself. started. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, it was out of um, it was paid off or what you know, it had been for mm-hmm. a while. Um, not that that's a reason to get a new phone, but you know, mm-hmm. the techie side of me. Um but my battery, it, within like the past couple months, really started to drain quickly. And I am not a heavy user of my phone at work because I just, I'm on the computer all day and, you know, I have email. It, you know, I'm just not on the phone a lot. Yeah. Um, and I was noticing like my battery wasn't even making it through the day, which is probably not a big deal for some people, but I've always been able to have my battery last me the whole day. So yeah, yeah anyways, I just use that as an excuse. And I was toying with the idea of even considering using the camera exclusively for blog photos versus my DSLR camera.
0: Oh, that's what I do. Now granted, I don't have a blog anymore. So, but when I <laughs> when I was blogging and my blog pictures were never as good as yours. But you have the white box. That, I mean, you don't I think especially mm-hmm. with the new iPhone, I would think that that's probably a good idea.
1: Yeah, I mean the the camera is phenomenal and I yeah. I am you saw me. I mean, I'm I'm a per- picture freak totally. You are.
0: You are. <laughs> I
1: love pictures to me. Like that I guess that's just a an interest of mine, like I would consider yeah. that a hobby. So to me, that's important. So the yeah. portrait mode is just a lot faster for anyone who has an older iPhone. They understand portrait mode. It's like don't move, don't move, don't move, and you get a nice picture, and that's great. Uh-huh. But with children, they're constantly moving and being, oh yeah, you know, little it's impossible. little twits, and so <laughs> it it helps the situation. So yeah. Anyway, okay, okay. Well, have a great birthday. Thank you. Do we, um, but before- quickly, the fourth. Anything going on?
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. So we are just having, we're having people over, um, just a couple families that have kids. We went to, we purchased on Amazon, one of those big blow up pools. And so we'll just have an, a day outside and eat brats and be happy. We're going awesome. to the, the parade in the morning. I actually have to work on Friday, which it sounds like you do too.
1: No, I'm taking Friday off.
0: Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I haven't. I haven't decided whether I, I want to take it off. I don't really have the vacation days, so I mean, technically, I need to go in, but it'll probably be a, a short day.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What about you guys?
1: Yeah, I'm not. It's I, as you experience. It stays light here so late. The mm-hmm. fireworks shows usually don't even start until 10:30 or 11 p.m. So it's oh, like wow. not even a possibility to take the kids and. You know, a lot of people want to go to the fireworks, so finding a babysitter is often difficult. So we have Mm -hmm. no idea. Short answer. Mm Um, yeah, we'll see. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, before we dive into our topic today, I wanted to really quickly before your birthday tomorrow, I wanted you to have one last um, uh, reminder that I guess I'm always right. I'm just kidding. So the last episode, we discussed how I, at one point in my life, ate so much pumpkin that I i am not even kidding. I turned orange. And I think that you mentioned that possibly – or is there—is it a possibility for me to have overdosed on beta carotene? And I could have sworn that I remembered in graduate school that you cannot overdose on the plant form of vitamin A, which is beta carotene, which is actually a precursor to retinol um, which is the like the animal form, or it found in animals, typically animal proteins, um, or the I guess it's the active form of vitamin A. So you cannot overdose on beta carotene from plants, but you can overdose on vitamin A, retinol, the active form of vitamin A from either supplements or typically animals or milk. I think I'm saying that right. It's so funny yeah. you
1: say this because okay, I knew you were right after I listened to. Well, I I really didn't doubt you for the record, but I doubted myself, so it's okay. You did a lot better in nutritional biochem than I did. But another (laughs) podcast I listened to also mentioned Turning Orange. Okay. So interesting. It's
0: a thing, especially with the obsession with pumpkin. I mean, look around you in in the fall months and you'll see a lot of orange.
1: People are just trying to get tan. That's all it is, Gina.
0: It's a free tan. It's so true. <laughs> so funny. Oh boy. It, it, but it's more like one of those, you know, like self-tanner tans. It's not like a, a nice summer glow. It's a self-tanner yeah. like splotchy tan. Yeah. No good. Okay. So, real quick. So, we're going to we're going to talk about our goals that we created back in our second podcast. So, we did a whole episode on our 2019 goals or resolutions. And they were specifically supposed to be wellness goals, but also just general goals. But we wanted to kind of keep the wellness theme going. So as I kind of alluded to in our last episode, I sort of forgot what my goals were. So I had to go back and listen to our episode, which was, by the way, on December 21st, if you're interested in going back and listening. But before you do that, if you are going to, just note that this was before we had an editor
1: um, mm-hmm. or someone
0: who made our sound uh, great, in my opinion. Um, tolerable. Much better. <laughs> no, <just> exactly. <laughs> yeah, tolerable. That, that'll do. And uh, also, I, yeah, so it doesn't sound, the quality, the sound quality isn't quite there. But also, it's just so funny. I just feel like, not that I'm great at podcasting now. We've only been doing it for six months, but. I just feel like I was kind of lost, lost for words. I didn't, I was maybe nervous a little bit. I don't know. How did you feel back then when we were new at podcasting? Probably not nervous. I don't know. I just didn't, I just didn't sound the same. I, I felt maybe I'm overly judging myself, but I also noticed that my goals weren't smart at all. Um, <laughs> I mean, not
1: even close to being smart. So Yeah, mine weren't either. I think we're <laughs> just a little bit more conversational now. That's all.
0: Yeah, I think so, too. We were kind of still getting to know each other again. We hadn't seen each other in so long. So anyway, it's a good one to go back and listen to if if you're interested. So let's go ahead and what we're going to do on this episode is kind of review the goals that we had discussed back in December and then talk about if we've met those goals or kind of where we're at with those goals and then maybe talk about some new goals that we have for the second part of the year. Mm -hmm. So would you like to lead the discussion, Nicole?
1: Yeah. Sh- Do you want me to go through all mine? I mean, there's sure. only three, but um, yep. so, and you, you had kind of presented in that December 21st uh, episode, a, oh like a wellness, what was that? Like the eight dimensions of wellness. Was that what it was mm-hmm. called? Yeah. yeah. And so we, I think you and I both chose three different dimensions to kind of focus on for overall wellness. And so my first one was intellectual or, or occupational. And, uh, that the goal was that I was, going to figure out in 2019 if I wanted to pursue a doctorate degree. Mm, I remember this, yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, and so I'm I'm glad that I didn't jump the gun and just go ahead and enroll. I was definitely looking at programs i was looking at cost duration curriculum like the whole bit um and i don't want to say like too too much just cuz i never know who's listening but work's been really stressful in a lot of like not so great ways um okay. and it it's not quite stretching me in the way that it used to um and so i'm just kind of doing a little bit of soul searching to find out what it is you know where do i see like what's my five year next five years look like and mm. i don't know to answer that but i think even while I'm still very passionate and interested in leadership, I'm thinking that I may take that just in a different direction. I don't know. So my goal is to figure out if I wanted to do the doctorate. And the current answer is no, at least. Um, I've really been enjoying time not spent at work. And I think that's a good wellness goal too is just not to be a workaholic type of thing. I'm, I'm somebody who, um, you know, when I see it with my blog, I can see it with podcasting, even, you know, when things, um, when you have too much on your plate, it just pulls away from the joy of life a little bit. And so oh, yeah, I've really just been trying to not to say no and really pace my days and not crowd them with you know, things that take away from exercise or family or, or whatever it is. So I think doing a doctorate would definitely bog me down and leave a lot less time for a lot of other things and, and yeah. at this stage, just be a stressor. So I think I, I can safely remove that one from my plate, but um, never know. So okay, uh, my physical goal uh, was to be more creative, like with fruits and vegetables and specifically snacks. So I don't think I'm doing that well with it um, in the snack arena. And I think some of that just has to do with my kids within the past six months, I would say have become substantially more choosy with the foods uh, that they've eaten. I think they just... You know Shay is older. She's been you know exposed to different foods, Uh, and Piper, being her you know the younger sister, is therefore just exposed to things earlier than Shay ever was. So, um, Mm -hmm. you know that said, I sliced up a cucumber. It was part of our dinner tonight, and they ate half a cucumber before dinner. And Mark actually commented that was really great to see, and I, I said I agree. And then there was a little bit of leftover pineapple from the salsa as well, and they ate that before dinner. So, you know that type of thing. I'm being more opportunistic with fruits and vegetables, uh, like when they're hungry. I mean, if yeah. they're hungry, they're gonna eat them. So I'm, I'm kind of trying to be smart about that. And. Perfect. I also think I'm going to buy this cookbook called Ruffage. It's by a local chef. And for my birthday, I bought myself um, a farm to table. Uh, You did like a farm tour. And then you had like a family style dinner that was very uh, plant-based. And it was like a five or six course meal. So we did that on Saturday night. And the food was just fantastic. I mean, things that I was like, I mean, radishes sitting in like a pea puree. I mean, things that Mark would have completely- I mean, it was just gorgeous. Um, but yeah, I want to. I'm. I think I'm going to invest in that book uh, at some point soon, and yeah, just get more creative a little bit. And then I have to put that in our show notes, by the way. Oh, the, yeah, the roughage. Oh my yep. gosh, and this yep. the author slash chef slash mm-hmm. she's like everything on this farm is literally the nicest person I've ever met. Like, so sweet. I'm like, I want to be more like her, um, including her cooking. So um, I'm inspired by nice people. I agree. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Just her, even her s- soft, like, tone. I just want to be more like that, um, which is a perfect segue into my emotional goal, which is yeah. less yelling at my children. Um <laughs> And I am doing a lot better. I think that is a combination of a lot of different things. They are certainly more dependent. Our nanny has helped a ton in the morning. So really, to I think I've mentioned to accommodate her school schedule and to kind of get her the hours that we agreed upon when she was hired. Uh, she's been available a little bit less in the afternoon, but a little bit more in the morning, and she just happens like we're basically right by her gym in the morning and she's a morning person. So anyway, she's just kind of stepped in a lot in the mornings and that has helped tremendously. Um, and I've just done some lazy stuff, like more natural hair. Like I have crink- crinkly kind of kinky hair. And rather than throwing heat on it every morning and spending 45 minutes doing mm-hmm. my hair, I'm yeah. just like throwing some mousse in it and calling it good. And I'm just okay with that. I've Well, also, this is the perfect weather for that, right? I mean, this I, is when you should do that. I know that sounds crazy, but if you, I mean, you're a girl, you, I mean, the amount of time that I spend in the mornings and whatnot, and, yeah. and to me, like just removing like the hair thing from the list in the oh. morning makes, yeah. me, I, I literally feel like I'm yelling at my kids less because I'm late being lazy about my hair.
0: <laughs> I could see. I mean, if you're saving 45 minutes, you're okay, not that's a stressed. stretch. But maybe it's 20. Even 30 if, minutes.
1: But if I work that's out big... in the morning and then blow dry my hair, it takes me eight yeah. minutes to blow, blow dry my hair. And then another like 20 to well 10 to do something with it so I would say it's 20 minutes oh, not including that's, the that's time still to wash significant
0: yes yes I could see that making a difference I it sounds crazy but I can completely relate to that I can't
1: <laughs> it is a little every crazy. minute
0: every minute makes a difference I am telling you in the mornings I really feel like it does so all okay. right update us and you Okay, so like I said, I had to kind of go back and and, and be reminded of these. But I did always have these in the back of my mind, uh, especially my financial goals. So my financial goal for 2020... Um, well, for 2019 is to be out of debt, out of credit card debt by 2020. So I went into 2019. Basically, Nick and I, we sat down. We did actually create a budget and come up with some goals as far as uh, getting that credit card paid off by 2020. And I will say, so far, so good. You know, we kind of did make some room for those, you know, every single year there's something that you never expected that you'd have to do to your house, um, which a few things have already come up, which we, you know, kind of, like I said, budgeted for that. So I think so far so good. You know, the next goal is what I have written on here is starting to make maybe possibly money for this podcast since we do spend money on it every single month. Uh, Let's let's continue working on making some money on this podcast. So more to come mm-hmm. on that, hopefully, in the next six months. Okay, emotional goals. So my emotional goal was, you know, similar to yours. I, I wouldn't say that I ever had issues yelling at my kids. Like, I just, I'm not a yeller, I guess. I, Nick is definitely the yeller. But that does not mean that I don't act frustrated and um I stress my children out. I would say by rushing them every morning because I'm rushed and I'm then, you know, automatically feeling like I'm hurrying them and rushing them and making them nervous. So yelling or what I do, both of them, they they need to, they need to change. So my emotional goal was to have a more relaxed morning. I really don't have to clock in or be anywhere at a certain time. Like if I'm 20 minutes late to work, it's not that big of a deal as long as it's not on a regular basis. So because of that, I should take advantage. So I'm trying to live in the moment more and just like you said, take some unnecessary things out of my morning so i'm doing a lot more things at night like getting their their lunches ready setting out their plates their cups i mix their pediasure in their milk for their for their morning cuz i've been giving them pediasure in the mornings we mm-hmm. you, we tend to give them pediasure on and off throughout the year uh what else do i do i set out my I, I actually wear, this is crazy, wear my workout clothes to bed if I'm going to work out in the morning so I don't have to do anything in the morning other than to go downstairs, make coffee and work out.
1: Do you wear a so bra to bed?
0: I do. I wear, I don't normally, no, but I wear a workout bra to bed when I work out the next morning. I know that And that, that won't bother you? No. I mean, like I said before, I have zero breasts. Therefore, I don't even really need the bra. So it actually, no, it does not bother me. (laughs) Wow. Okay. I mean, I have some comfortable sports bras. They're not like constricting or anything. They're pretty loose fitting because again, I I don't need it to be real tight. So yeah.
1: (laughs) Nice work. And you set the table for the kids. So like they're-
0: set the table. I put out their vitamins. Uh, what else do I do? I get out the lunch bat, Everything is ready. So all I have to do in the morning is wake up, do my workout, get ready, come downstairs, make their breakfast, get it on a plate. Nice. And we've also started because, you know, the kids like to take their time doing everything in the morning, which I respect. I'm not really a morning person or at least I wasn't when I was their age. So I, I completely get it. But I would wake up Paige, it's it's specifically it's Paige, you know, camera's not quite old enough for this, but I'd wake her up and then she'd just kind of take her good old time walking to the table, eating her breakfast, one small little bite at a time. Then I'd have to brush her hair. Then she'd, you know, throw a fit about brushing her teeth and getting dressed. So we started a new routine where she has to get dressed, put her shoes on, brush her teeth and brush her hair before she eats breakfast. Mm. So, so far that's been going, I would say pretty well. So that's awesome. Yeah. So, okay. Physical goal. So my physical goal was more kind of like what you said. It was more for my children, specifically Cameron. So he's always been a choosy eater very, very choosy eater and pretty much the opposite of what Paige ever was. I mean, Paige was eating fruits and vegetables from the day she was born, I, I swear. So Cameron was was never like that. So I found myself getting really frustrated every single night at dinner or at lunch or at breakfast because he, he doesn't really eat much. And when he does eat, he usually eats the, I don't know... I can't think of a good example, you know, like the bread and butter on the mm-hmm. plate instead of, you know, the chicken or the protein or the fruit and vegetable. And I'm a big proponent of not pushing food on kids, obviously, and not saying you must eat your fruits and vegetables. But, you know, I wasn't doing real well at that because it was just, you know, in my brain that he wasn't eating healthy and I was kind of fixed on that. So this year I made myself a goal to just relax and, and accept the fact that he will one day eventually start eating these foods and expand his palate. And I will say over the past six months, he has done that. I have been doing really well at just putting food in front of him, uh, letting him take his time eating, not, you know, getting too emotionally distraught when he doesn't eat certain foods, um, continuing to offer the same things over and over again if he doesn't try it or if he, you know isn't interested in it. So now he's a couple things that he's eaten in the past six months. I would say he tried corn and really liked it. He loves edamame, and he finally loves broccoli, which is something that I feel like most kids will eat, but he would never eat for me. Uh, The babysitter always said he would eat it for her, but he would never eat it when I made it, so Mm. finally that is changing. So my patience and, uh, I guess, perseverance has has finally paid off. I also talked to my babysitter about not giving him snacks after 3 o'clock, which I think she was doing. I think she was giving him, like, I don't know, saltine crackers or something, which... (laughs) I know. I'm just like, that just fills him up. I mean, he doesn't yeah. eat. He eats around 530. So if you're giving him a saltine cracker at four, he's not going to be hungry. I mean, the kid's like 20 pounds. So I, I kind of talked to her and, and she agreed with that. She she decided to do that with the rest of the kids to not give anyone snacks. So I think probably the other parents are glad that I did that. That's my guess.
1: I sure would be. You know how I feel about
0: it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, so yeah, that's where I am awesome. with those goals. All right, so what about your new goals for the next six months?
1: Yeah, so um, one of them is physical and it's uh, related to some low back pain that I've been having. And I actually put in a request to have an ergonomics assessment done oh. because my setup at work is not ideal. And I use a laptop and we just have old furniture and blah, 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 whatever. Okay. And so when the PT came to do the assessment, he asked like what type of exercises I do. And I think it's actually because of spinning so much oh. that my posture is kind of poor on the bike. And so I, I think my goal is to cross train more. As wonderful as the peloton is and mm-hmm. I do love it the like the competitive side of me and I think we'll talk about this some in our fitness tracker um and routine episode coming up next but mm-hmm. I am super competitive and so I'm constantly trying to basically just one up myself and um compete mm-hmm. with others and yeah it's it's I'm not going to say it's been unhealthy but I'm feeling ill effects of of not enough variety in my workout routine. And so I purchased some resistance bands. They were like $4 literally off Amazon and had amazing reviews. So I purchased some resistance bands. I really want to get into, especially with nicer weather, walking and running. So this week when I'm off work, Mark's like, what are you going to do? And I'm like, I'm going to the beach and I'm going to run, um, walk, do whatever. It doesn't matter. Like I'm going to put on some Zen music and just spend time alone. Um, Some type of yoga, stretching, do something daily. And so I I really just, whether it's a five Minute arm workout, or you know, there. I have an app. You know, the Peloton app is great. I have tons of YouTube people that I should link those in the show notes too. Um, Quite a few, like hit people that I like to follow on YouTube. Just lots of great free resources out there, and I want to just kind of take advantage of those. So, oh yeah,
0: I want to hear more about that for sure.
1: Yeah, it's I got I got to get off the bike and do some other stuff, and and I do love I do love everything else. So, um, yeah, so that's one of them, and. Then I have a second physical goal, which is to continue the fruit and veggie goal. So I feel like we're on a good track with that. So I don't want to give up on that goal completely. So I would say that one is still full speed ahead. Um, I've done some good stuff lately. Like I made a crustless asparagus quiche. Um, I actually just posted it on my blog today. If you want to check it out, we'll link it in the show notes. Um, Some really great salads and yeah. So just onward and upward with that. And then an intellectual goal. So I admit I am terrible with keeping up with world news and events I just find it very overwhelming and I think it's one of those things that I lost a lot of contact in college just being busy and I never really I was kind of like starting over again and I I just felt lost in the world literally like what the hell is going on around me Mm -hmm. and like when there's breaking news and stuff I feel like I'm the last person on earth literally to know about it (laughs) um I mean, in some ways, thank God for social media. So anyway, somebody in my book club recommended, and have you heard of it? Skimm, S-K-I-M-M. I mm-hmm. um, so I don't know. I, I literally don't know if it's even a good source of news, but she uh, recommended it and it's, in, it's enjoyable to read. So I- subscribed and it pops into my inbox every day. And so that's how I'm waking up in the morning now because I naturally nice. wake up before my alarm anyway. So I just read through this and kind of get my my world news and events and even on election stuff and candidates. And oh. it's just, yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Do you, have you heard yeah. anything good or bad about it?
0: No. So I actually did um, um, subscribe to it, I would say probably three years ago. And I did like it. I just found that I never read it. After I, I read, I probably kept up with it for maybe a week, and then just stopped reading it. And honestly, my source of of news anymore is NPR. I listen to it to and from work, and I feel like that is the best way to keep up for me, at least, to keep up for, with the world news and events, and especially election stuff and all that. I mean, I just love it. Huh. Yeah, but this sure. game is good. I mean, I, I now that you mentioned it, it might not be a bad idea for me to go back to that because it was. I like to read, and I'm I don't read enough, so that would be a good thing for me to read. Uh, but I just found that I never read it, and it just kind of kept piling up on my in my inbox. So I hope mm-hmm. that doesn't happen to you.
1: <laughs> Let well, me know. Well, it's a goal, so we'll see yes, how I do. Uh, but okay. if anyone has a another suggestion uh, for. I mean, the shorter the better yet when you have a whole world to keep up on, I know that's difficult. so oh, yeah. if you got something send us send it our way um and sure. then my last goal is financial and you've already mentioned it, but we've got to create a revenue stream for the podcast so that we can continue. Mm-hmm. There are substantial costs that go into mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> substantial costs that go into podcasting on an ongoing basis, and so that is definitely a goal i've we've started to do that a little bit, um but I think we need to be resilient and and keep forward with that um, because it's important, so.
0: Yes, amen to that. Okay, so mine. So another emotional goal I have is, I'm actually rereading a couple books at this point. So the first one that I'm rereading is Slowing Down to the Speed of Life, and I will put a link in our show notes. It was a book that actually Nick bought for me when we were dating. And I guess he was home one day and he saw it on the Today Show and he bought it for me and gave it to me for Christmas. And I didn't know whether to be you know, uh, turned off by this gift or whether to be just, you know, realize that, wow, I really do love this guy. It was all about basically living in the moment and how you create your own anxiety by thinking over and over about the things that you have to do and, you know, what's on your to-do list. I mean, it described me to a T and I read it once. I've, you know, highlighted so many parts of it and I'm just going to read it again because I just realized that I I need to. I'm kind of slipping back into that, you know, creating, my own anxiety and thinking constantly about the things that I have to do. So speaking of that, I'm being more cognizant of breathing. So I've made myself a goal to actually listen to my Apple Watch when it tells me to breathe. I don't know if it's an, it's probably some type of an algorithm, but I think maybe every couple hours it just pings me and it says breathe. It says take five minutes and breathe. I never take five minutes. I usually just breathe you know, in and out deeply, maybe two or three times, but hey. That's better than what I was doing before, which was zero. Okay, emotional continued. Uh, I I don't even know if this is an emotional goal, but you know what? I'm thinking about my screen time. So this is emotional, physical, intellectual, kind of all wrapped in one. My screen time, at the end of the week, it always tells me how many hours of screen time I have. Does yours? I assume yours does the same thing.
1: Well, I read this on on our notes for the show, and I was like, "Ah, "What is mine?" Because that okay, what is it? I have to know. Okay, I'm I'm trying to look. Okay, Um, so mine's two
0: point four three hours, and I don't know what how that falls as far as average, above average, below. I would I would be willing to say that's probably average. Okay,
1: mine is two hours nineteen minutes per day.
0: Oh dang it, you beat me!
1: But it it looks like it varies quite a bit. Like it's significantly higher on the weekends. Yeah.
0: Oh, for sure. For sure. So, okay. So I need to, I need to get better at that. My goal is to get under two.
1: Okay. But some of the social, so on the iPhone anyway, it breaks it down to social networking, productivity, and then health and fitness. Those are my categories anyway. So that's interesting.
0: Okay. I need to look at that. I just look at the number at the end of the week. I haven't even really dug into it. I just know that 2.4 hours a day on average of screen time seems like a lot to me. So my goal for at least next year, I'm actually already going into next year, is I'm planning on getting a Kindle. I realize I, realize I could buy one mm-hmm. now, but let's not forget about my first goal, financial. <laughs> <laughs> I can just ask for it for Christmas. So I'm going to do that. I'm going to wait till there's good sales, and I'm going to just read more. I've just not – I always make a goal to read more, and I never do it because it's just not convenient for me. I try to, you know, carry books around with me, and it's just it's just not convenient. So having a Kindle, I think, will really help me read. Okay. Two more. One. Okay. So this next one is, I, I don't know whether it's physical or intellectual or again, a little bit of both, but I feel like my brain needs a little bit more exercise. I a lot of the brain work I do at work is over the summer, at least on the computer, reviewing recipes, and just I'm just doing the same monotonous work with my brain all day long. One of the reasons why I wanted to start this podcast was to actually have some good conversations about nutrition, which I kind of miss in my job. Mm-hmm. But I really thought that maybe buying a brain teaser book and doing one brain teaser a night would kind of get my give my brain some exercise. So I've been doing that, and I'm loving it. Uh, I will say though, I feel like a dumb ass sometimes because <laughs> like I I'm on level one and I'm like struggling. <laughs> But I mean, they're 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 legit brain teasers where you really it, it, it's not supposed to take you just two minutes to do it. I mean, it's supposed to take you some time. So sometimes I start something, and then I'll have to go, you know sleep on it and then come back to it the next day. so. I'm excited to see what level two brings me, and I will put a link to that to that book in the show notes too because I've I've really enjoyed it. I'm also rereading the book Intuitive Eating, which I will finally finish by the end of this year. So I read the book once years ago, but I decided to read it again because I realized that as we've been talking on this podcast about intuitive eating, I haven't really been an intuitive eater. You know, I talked about my history with eating disorder. I've come. A, a very, very long way from that period where I was completely restricting my food. And then I kind of went through that episode in time of my life where I was more on the bulimic side, uh, where I was over exercising and still constantly thinking about my food. Then I kind of morphed into, I would call I would call it disordered eating. And then I would say over the past five years, I felt the best about my food that I ever have, but I've kind of wavered back and forth from counting my calories to counting Carbs. So when I got diagnosed with gestational diabetes, I became kind of obsessed with my carbohydrates. And I also got nervous about my risk for diabetes. You know, I have some um, close uh, first degree relatives who have diabetes, who I'm built very similar to, who have, you know, again, who have diabetes. So I got nervous and I use that as an excuse, I'm realizing, to count my carbs. So over the past year or two, I would say, since having Cameron, I've been counting my carbohydrates, which is not the definition of intuitive eating. It's one thing if I actually had diabetes, but I do not. And you and I both know that carbohydrates don't necessarily cause diabetes. I know that. I never (laughs) thought that. But I think I was using that as an excuse to continue controlling my food and my intake. Mm -hmm. Uh, So rereading this book has been really an eye-opener for me. And I quit counting my carbohydrates as of about a month and a half ago. And honestly, I've never felt better with my relationship with food than I, than I do like right now. So I'm really proud of myself for that. I have, yeah, I have no desire to ever go back to counting calories, counting carbohydrate, carbohydrates. It's almost eight o'clock. Can you tell? Mm -hmm. Um, Or really counting anything. Like I never again want to do anything that involves me thinking anything about food beyond is it going to taste good? And, you know, obviously a little bit about, is it going to be good for my body? Not always. Do you know what I mean? It's the Mm -hmm. kind of the classic definition of intuitive eating. I am just, food freedom is really my goal for the next forever. And And I feel like it's very trendy right now in like the best way possible. Oh, it totally is. I love it. And the whole health at every size. If you look at that hashtag, I just, I really get a thrill looking at all the quotes that you know, Instagram um, people will post for that with that hashtag H A E S. I just love it, and yeah, I I have so many. I've I've talked to soon to be dietitians who have said verbatim to me what I'm nervous about. Gina is that I am not thin or I don't look like the typical dietitian. I've had people say that to me, and I'm mm-hmm. just like you. I don't. I, I I'm trying to work on how to say to that person like that does not matter it, you know what what you say and how you act and how you listen to your clients is all that matters your size matters not and i am i feel really good to st- saying that i finally feel just completely 100% free about all the food choices that i make and i don't feel judged anymore i don't feel like people are watching me and and if they are i don't care yeah, it feels really, really good, and I hope Fantastic. that more dietitians and soon-to-be dietitians will 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 feel like that in the future. Like you said, it is mm-hmm. becoming it's a it's a bigger um, push these days, especially on social media, mm-hmm. which I love. Uh, so my last really? one is not even a wellness goal. It's finished potty training Cameron, as yep. we already said. So I've got to have him pot, have him potty trained by January, and he has, and that actually includes sleeping through the night um, uh, without a diaper. Yeah, I know. (laughs) You know that that's a struggle. I do. Yeah. Oh, my
1: goodness. Well, good for you guys. Should we do a read the review? Yeah, we should. All right. We finally got one. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Fortunately or unfortunately, I know her, but it's so sweet. So Courtney Dixon wrote, I met Nicole through work and I love this podcast. I'm not a a mom, but still enjoy listening to each podcast. I, uh, I get to grow my knowledge in a fun way. It also makes my commute to work super quick. So Courtney is awesome. a total sweetheart um, and she is a dietitian that totally supports health at every size and she's new in her dietetics career. And so thank you, Courtney. I really enjoy working with her too.
0: Nice, good. We'll keep them coming. All right, so coming up on July 21st, we'll be dishing about our fitness routines and our fitness trackers, and we'll probably also throw in some information about our children's fitness routines, um, at least, you know, whatever what they do for fun and stay act, staying active mm-hmm. following that episode we'll have our second q and a episode so please send us your questions at dietitians dish podcast at gmail.com or on social media at dietitians dish podcast on both facebook and instagram also please tell your friends about us they can find us on numerous outlets such as Overcast, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Pocket Cast. If you listen on iTunes, please be sure to leave us a review. We promise it only takes a few seconds. All right. Anything else before we get out of here? I think
1: so. I think that about does it.
0: Cool. Well, thanks, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, be well.
1: Take care. Bye-bye.
0: See ya. Thank you for listening for the podcast. Bye-bye.